we're back with another episode. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light. You're the place. wrong podcast. We are here to entertain you. That's what we give a disclaimer at the beginning of and our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. Hey, everybody. Hey. How you doing out there? Oh, yeah. It's us. We're, We're back. back. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Face Off podcast. I'm Fowler. And I am Fleming. That's Fleming. We're here. We're back. We're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome to episode 150, y'all. 150. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't know why I keep turning this thing down on the board. Okay, do it again. 150. <laughs> I can't believe we made it to 150. That's crazy. Where's my volume? Uh, number four, I think. Don't touch number one. It's three. Okay. I think. I can't tell anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who knows but we're here we're rocking we're rolling yes, we are how are you how was your week um my week was pretty interesting uh it ended up with me almost being in urgent care but i'm okay now thankfully and um yeah just finishing up with patients man that's it finishing up with patients nothing super crazy i'm actually doing winter cleaning i'm taking this time to winter cleaning yes i'm taking this time to do to declutter throw away stuff that i haven't worn in a while switch over since the weather is changing so switching over my summer outfits or summer clothes to winter clothes um changing out my sheets and stuff like that from my my uh what is the thing called my quilt to comforters and stuff like that so mm. yeah i'm taking this this weekend this weekend to taking some stock yeah and then i'm off for a couple of days uh for christmas so how about you how was your week my week was good i came home for christmas and um i it's that time of year when all your friends from high school are home and you yeah. just think you're in high school again and mm-hmm. can drink like you're in high school again and i can't i don't understand why you can't learn this lesson that you don't you can't drink like you were 19 here's the problem or 21 <laughs> i unfortunately grew up around boys mm-hmm. and just like as soon as we're all together they're like you can't and i'm like i will and now i have to do it twice because you're an asshole See, it's you horrible. don't have anything to prove. No, you really I don't. don't. And so every time, and you know what it is? It's just whiskey. I can't drink whiskey and I just need to stop. I hate it. I don't like it, but if it's there, I'll drink it. And that makes me so hungover. So I came to life at about 3.50 today. Skin o'clock. Mm, um, so I'm getting a second wind, but yeah, hometown heroes just really bring it out of me. Jesus Lord. Do you I... hang out with friends from high school when you oh, go home? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I always call people 
and I let them know like, hey, I'll be home for Christmas or mm-hmm. Thanksgiving or whatever the holiday is. Like, hey, let's go and hang out. Let's do brunch or lunch or whatever the case may be. Let me know your schedule. So I still have um, a good number of friends that we were friends from middle school, high school, elementary school, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a raging alcoholic, though, so you don't have no. the same issue. Most of us. Yeah. No, we old. <laughs> we almost 40. <laughs> so some of us are 40. But we yeah, no, we don't have time to be doing all that because most times they got to go to work in the morning yeah. or something like that. And a lot of them have kids and stuff like that. So, yeah, no. Uh-uh. We're all like, um, this is the year where all my friends are turning 30 for the most part. Yeah. And now it's weird because when we all get together, I'm like, y'all look fucking old. Yeah. But it's me. It's you that's old. I'm old. Well, no, I, uh, me and my friends, we are old. Y'all are old. Not, yeah, our bodies. Because most of us were athletes too. Oh, yeah. So um, all of our bones make noise. You yeah. Know, some of us are overweight. It's the, okay, you know what conversations I mean, I've been overweight make me realize that we're old is people start talking about how much they hate their job. <laughs> all the time yeah, that's my like, whole personality damn, we're old. yeah i just hate <laughs> i hate working i just hate the like i'm i'm thankful for a job yeah. i'm thankful for a job Thank however God. i was not meant to work a nine to five that's a, that was not the will of god for my life mm-hmm. and i'm pissed off at any women who decided to create this patriarchal life for me feminism never heard of it i hate anybody not that's a, a feminist i'm not a fan of you because this i didn't ask for this um when a, that women's march the rights let's march it right yeah back. march it right on back i'm okay with being in the kitchen okay well, I'm, kitchen. I'm not saying i'm gonna cook in there but i'm okay with being <laughs> in the kitchen but yeah it was yeah that, oh god that was annoying but yeah anyway yeah other than that my week has been fine it's almost christmas i guess when this comes out christmas yes. will have just passed we're Absolutely. looking forward to the new year um do you you're not a Chris do you Christmas movie? Uh it not really. the black Christmas movies. This Christmas with Green okay. Brown. Yeah. There was a I was in Dallas uh last week, the weekend before, mm-hmm. recently. I don't know. I went really quick to see Megan. Yeah. And on TV it was like a black Christmas movie marathon. Yeah. It was like Best Man Holiday, this Ooh. Christmas, last I don't know, all these Christmas. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I love I just love the black Christmas movies, but yeah, no. What about you? You you are addicted to Hallmark, though. I do love a Hallmark movie. Yeah. I love a Christmas movie. Um, do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? No, I don't understand I don't why. Think so either. People think. I feel like you said that on the podcast that Die Hard was a Christmas movie. Well, it just depends on the day. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Do y'all think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? I don't know. I think, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I feel like there's movies. Well, that's like how. Well, no, I guess that's not the same thing. I if whatever the setting is, if it's Christmas, people think it's a Christmas movie. Like, just because there's a Santa Claus in the movie doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie. People really like it for Christmas. I mean, if he's just a cameo for two seconds, it's not a Christmas yeah, movie. I've seen Die Hard all movie. of, like, twice, so. I mean, I've seen all of them because they used to, I think my mom still has them on VHS. Really? Yeah. I would love to watch a VHS. There's something nostalgic. I got nostalgic. over here. Do you, you have a VHS yeah. player? I, oh, I see it, yeah. There. I love the, and like, still works. the Thank fuzzy you. look. Okay, it's not fuzzy. Oh. It's it's like 1080p, maybe 720. Oh, okay, I miss the fuzzy look. Or that blue Hater. screen that comes on when it's like there's nothing in there right before you have to play yes. it. I miss that. Or the green part where they used to say, please be kind and rewind yeah. for Blockbuster. Shouts out to Blockbuster. But um, yeah, do you have any Christmas traditions like that your family does? Um, Church. Who? Church. Oh, church. I was like, what is um, that? Is that a white thing? <laughs> we used to do books on Christmas Eve. That's, we would get books as gifts, and then you can read Christmas Eve. That's lame. 
No, who I wants to read? Every, I'm a read. I like to read. I, I bet you and Audrey are the only two people. Who <laughs> it's fun. You get a new that. book and you can read on Christmas Eve. Um, you we should be wrapping presents on Christmas Eve. That shit's done over with by then. Oh, oh. Lord. Um, we do Christmas cookies. So my family got together Ooh. and did that yesterday. We decorated cookies and they made um, garnitas. And we had tamales. I finally got tamales. I got into town. I don't know if y'all know this, but tamales are my favorite fucking holiday food really i love a tamale i was gonna say i've never seen you eat a tamale i love tamales and they're it's like crisp I, it doesn't taste right if you're not having them at christmas time like mm. that's a very special time it's like gotcha. candy corn you gotta have during halloween <laughs> okay but then it's tamale so it's better yeah. um but and they sell them in san antonio everywhere but the good ones are hard to get and then they get harder on the holidays because mm-hmm. everyone gets busy you have to put orders in or the lines are really long yeah well of course i didn't think about the fact that i wanted tamales until i was already here mm-hmm. and i was stuck at work and so i called my mom and i was like i need you to find me some tamales mm-hmm. and boy she delivered Eileen, i got my pork tamales so good you eat the pork ones mm-hmm. oh I've, I've had tamales one time well twice the first time i first of all i think tamales should come with an instructional book you did not eat the hus. I, d- I tried to because no one, to- they just gave it to me it and just, no one told me. Pops right out. Right. No one, no one told me that you, you're not supposed to eat, not supposed to eat the They husk. just handed you tamales. Exactly. I was like, oh, this is a vegetarian one. Here you go. And I'm just like, okay, what do oh, I do with it? What did that it? taste like? It wasn't good. <laughs> and so, yeah, I ate it again and I was like, mm-mm. So I don't like tamales. You're not a tamale girl? No. What? But I, but I think it's because you can't make a tamale vegetarian. That's, like, that's true. Not, you, you have to put the bean and cheese. Have you had a bean and cheese tamale? No, I didn't even know they had. They have bean and cheese tamales, and they're pretty good. Oh, okay. so we could go that route. I also had a sweet tamale for the first time. What was it? Uh, like fruit and shit? raisins or something. Not just raisins. I mean, I love raisins, but not. Yeah, in food it was actually like pretty that. good because it wasn't super sweet because mm. of the tama- like the masa kind yeah, of yeah, isn't yeah. sweet itself. Yeah, I want to say it was like um, nuts and raisins and. Mm-hmm other stuff but it's good i just need tamales to come with an instructional book because i that's not fair for the people who first time eating them i'm like i'm from south florida we don't have tamales in south florida not that i'm aware of like i mean i don't know that cubans or i know other south american cultures have tamales but they do like they wrap them in like banana leaves and stuff so you know not to eat those yeah i know not to eat a banana leaf but the corn husk i didn't know not to eat that or whatever it is yeah it's corn husk oh yeah i didn't know Um, i'm assuming you never made tamales either then that's I've never even pro- seen them made. That's a process. I've seen tortillas made, but not tamales. Tamales, you that corn husk, you lay it out, mm-hmm. and then you smear the masa, and then you have to put the meat or whatever. You have to roll them. Mm-hmm. Then you have to steam that. It just takes forever because you got to make all the masa, all the meat, get all the husk ready. It takes forever, and you just that's gotta, probably you just why they're so expensive. Get an too. assembly line going, or you have to put your orders in like ahead of time because it's it's so time consuming. At the, I was talking to one of the unit clerks at the hospital because mm-hmm. I was on the phone with my mom, and I was like, "You got to go find some tamales." Yeah, and the unit clerk was like, "Or um, there's you know the Walmart on yada yada. There's a lady outside." With her tent set up, and she sells really great tamales. And I was mm. like, they're probably great. I just don't know if I'm at a point where I can trust Walmart tamales. I think you can. I think you can, but I just don't know. So there's something about it. Like, I would be the one to get, like, a 
meth pipe in it or something <laughs> okay that i think you you would spot that pretty far on when you open <laughs> in up the my, husk. in my corn husk exactly it's like finding a razor in your candy corn you're not sure. gonna do that but even too i remember when i was a kid um and even like a teenager the best some of the best barbecue in south florida was from a man at a gas station he had like an oh. f-150 an old raggedy f-150 and had like a a, a gas propane uh barbecue pit or whatever like on the back of his trailer mm -hmm. and you just get that white bread with that yellow hue Ooh. from that barbecue and it yeah. was the best you ain't actually you ain't he i don't even think the man had a sink you didn't care about it <laughs> you just ate the food well, it was you know, i think it's because people who have setups like that obviously it's just because people have been like this food's so good you should probably just go start selling it exactly and like, all right exactly maybe i should get us some walmart tamales okay probably not no no because I already don't eat tamales. That's true. So. They're so good. I'm so sad for you. No. Nah, they are. Okay. I literally, that is like a, it's amazing why people think I'm Mexican. I don't know where they get that from. I think uh, you think you're Mexican. I, really I don't do. think anybody oh, I else to do uh, my first eval in Spanish in a long time. My first Spanish speaking oh, wow. patient in a long time. And I was like, it just, Spanish is gone. Yeah. It just flew right out of my little head. Yeah. I, you can't ask me anything Spanish now. Dolor? <laughs> uh kids who go that's about all i know are you do your family um do y'all do like the christmas pajamas and stuff for christmas we used to we don't do it anymore mm -hmm. um my aunt just came down a couple weekends ago i wasn't here and she rented did i tell you that she rented a boat on no. the riverwalk mm -mm. so if you're not from san antonio we have the riverwalk your aunt's got money yeah not me though <laughs> they the riverwalk is a fucking stream in the middle of downtown with some restaurants yeah. on the side of it but it's beautiful mm -hmm. in the winter because they have all the christmas lights up and she rented the river barge it's like a boat that goes down the river and um you can bring your own wine on it or drinks and they did like christmas caroling like they oh, hooked up cool. to the speaker and my family went without me um <laughs> loser but we don't do pajamas we used to we haven't Christmas has been off the last couple of years because we would do Colorado. We'd be off in Colorado for mm. Christmas. So I remember y'all did do that a couple yeah. years ago. So we'd be like, don't do gifts, don't do whatever. We're yeah. to go. But oh, why cool. do y'all do PJs? Y'all match? Um, no, um, we just, I mean, we started doing that maybe three years ago, something like that. Um, it's cute. It's cute. But I think it's, it takes a long time to try to find everybody's, since we're all in different states, it's difficult mm. to find everybody's pajamas in one area. Usually my sister, my oldest sister, she's responsible for um, collectively finding the actual ones and she'll send us like screenshots and say do y'all like these or these and then we end up wearing them and don't even take pictures <laughs> so it's like it defeats the purpose but yeah no it's uh -uh. nice to have christmas jammies yeah christmas jammies are super cool especially when they're on sale at yeah. target specifically well hey this year you don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn to open gifts that's very true and i don't nice. have to cook for anybody i'm like hosting. i'm waiting on my pie but whatever you probably won't get that this year. <laughs> we'll I, rain check for next year. Literally, I almost had to go. I was at the urgent care this week, so <laughs> you're not getting that this week uh, or this year. Well, but because the year is almost out. But top of the year, I got you, girl. Thank you. But um, I was going to say, I, I will give this disclaimer, y'all. Because of what happened to me, I I have brain fog right now. So y'all going to have to bear with me during this episode. I... I don't know. I can't remember anything. Anyway, well, uh, what were we talking about? Probably still drunk. So we're on the same level. Exactly. What were we talking about? Oh, pajamas. Yes. So what were we talking about? I don't know, but H-E-B is selling sweet potato pie this year. Don't do it. Don't buy don't do it. it. No, no. You got to get a homemade pie. Not even a patty pie. Don't do that. Okay. Just don't. Anything that's like boxed up like that, it's not going to be authentic. There's no love that's put into it. Oh, no love. Yeah. I don't know. I see the little huitas back at H-E-B. They look like they're making what it with huitas? love. Like a abuelita. Is that like the little pig? cookie no it's a grandma oh, oh those are 
empanada. Oh no, that looked like a pig. Mm-hmm. I don't know what those it's are called. a big cookie, like a big pig cookie face. Pig cookie face. The oreja, like the ears, the elephant ears. I don't know. This is gonna be a long fucking episode. It is. All right. All uh, right. Anyway, well. Oh, you did ask me about what happened at my job or like this past week. I, I want to tell a quick little story in the rehab corner real quick. Um, I am appreciative for all things of diversity, equity, and inclusion. If you right? can't tell. You can't tell. Um, I'm very pro-black and I'm very pro-black. Anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm very pro-black and anti the other thing. <laughs> exactly. Anti everybody else. No, I'm kidding. So speaking of blackness, um, I had a white nurse come up to me this week, actually on Monday before everything went downhill and she came up to me she was like hey I, I need to ask you a question she was like but I know I can I can talk to you because you won't find it like a racial thing and I was like oh god what's, what's going and on and that's where my race racism <laughs> alert goes up when they're like I know you won't take this right. the wrong way I'm like, like oh, too late like not to be disrespectful insert disrespect it's like no but she yeah. was she was really nice so she came up to me and she was like hey I have a, a patient who's black she's a black woman and she's been here for a few weeks or whatever mm-hmm. and or a few days and i noticed that like she can't really move a whole lot i think pt and ot were seeing her i wasn't seeing her personally but um i feel like she's been on the same ponytail and i know for us as white women you know our hair mats and tangles very fast in the hospital settings and she was like i, I know your y'all's hair is very different she was like her sister left some shampoo some conditioner and stuff like that and a wide tooth comb um but i need to know like from your standpoint, what would be the best way to detangle her hair, care for her hair, to make sure that, you know, I'm not doing a disservice to this patient. Mm-hmm. First of all, I was so excited that she did that. I was so thankful that she did that. So kind. It's so kind. I mean, it was just a small gesture. And I just told yeah. her, hey, you know, um, she was like, so should I detangle wet or dry? I was like, please don't ever detangle a black woman's hair dry. Absolutely do it wet. <laughs> so she was able to, you know, do the, the patient's hair. She was like, well, what kind of style should I put it in? Um, and I was like, well, did the sister give you a bonnet? She was like, yeah, she did the little silk thing. Yeah, I put it on mm-hmm. her hair, blah, blah, blah. But it was just like stuff like that that makes you um love what you do and to be around people who understand and who have a heart for those are the people who should be working in healthcare. absolutely just taking the time to say i'm already caring for this patient keeping them alive but let me go a step further and try my best to detangle this patient's hair so that way she can feel confident in herself and know that i'm you know here for her at the best uh the best possible way i've said this once but i'll say it one more time nurse rachel Rachel. this is for rachel every time I will say this one more time. I think I have to say it like once every 10 episodes. If one of y'all who know me close and personally aren't up at the fucking hospital. Yeah. If I'm in an ICU and you're not giving me drumline braids, I'm gonna be pissed. Drumline braids? What's that? Nick Cannon drumline braids. Oh, just Queen Latifah set it off. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. I need some set it off braids. I want just. Do not set it off braids me. Do, do not. Give F- me the braids. We're twist. not doing it. God forbid I'm ever in the hospital but braid my braid my hair yeah i'll take a french i'll take anything mario braid my hair the worst is when you have a patient sit up off those off the bed and you just see all their hair broken off from on the cotton sheets and i'm like oh but you know it's mostly like like white patients or Mm -hmm. asian patients um middle eastern patients southeast asian patients so that i see that people. so not black everything that's <laughs> everything not black but black yeah, yeah. our hair because our hair does not match. like when you leave black hair alone it actually thrives mm. so you can have it twisted up i mean plaited up it, it's gonna be fine as long yeah, as you got so some grease in contrary there contrary to popular belief i have white hair so we're gonna have definitely to do something do. about it i've yeah. got white hair yeah your hair will mat very fast it will break the fuck off in mat. and i mean because braids we keep braids in our hair for weeks months at a yeah, time i don't you think know? i could braid my hair truly i think it'll all break really? off have you ever tried no i'm afraid i think it'll break off 
I don't think it will. You should do knotless braids. Not don't do the knots like I do because these are big knots. But I Those think you should do knots. I love my knots. So I hate knotless. Huh. She's like, I hate knotless. It's so ugly. You should try it. No, no, no. It's not that it's ugly. It's it's it won't it don't it doesn't last in my hair for my hair texture. Oh, I see. Because my edges are very curly and so they always creep out of the braid no matter how, how tight you do them. I see. Um, but Rachel knows. Rachel knows. Give, I tell her all another the time, great Rachel. Give me all the knots. Do not not give me the knots. Don't not then, not exactly. But I think knotless braids will look cute on you though. Oh, thanks. Um, speaking of other things that are not cute, <laughs> well, cute. Yes, cute. Let's talk about cute. Free Gypsy Rose. Our girl's getting out. <laughs> what are we talking about Gypsy Rose? <laughs> so excited. I love I, how that's how we started the episode. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I know what you came here for. The hard-hitting news. Gypsy, Gypsy Rose, Rose is getting out of prison, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know I was such a huge fan of Gypsy Rose until I heard she was getting out of prison. And now I'm like, I cannot wait. She's going to get on TikTok. She has to. Yeah. She's We're going to get so much Gypsy content. She needs to start a podcast. I need to know what her life was like in prison. She Probably so normal. I'm co- she I was mean, just like, this is great. Being. I can eat whatever I want and drink yeah. whatever I want. And she can walk. Um, yeah. For those of you that don't remember, Gypsy Rose <laughs> was... This little girl whose mom was, what is it? Munchausen's by proxy. proxy. And she just like made this girl think she was terminally sick. Took out all her goddamn teeth. Took out all her teeth. It was just horrible. You guys should go go watch the act. Even if you hate Joey King, you (laughs) gotta watch it. Great show. And she was sentenced. She she ended up murdering her mom with her boyfriend. Yeah. Was sentenced to 10 years in prison and is about to get out. She should have never been in prison. I'm sorry. The, the, the shit that her mother did to her, like, she should have never been in prison. Crazy stuff. And then that other lady just got, um, just pleaded guilt. Who is it? The, like, uh, influencer mom who was abusing her kids. Did you see all that stuff? No. There is this, like, Utah influencer mom. And she was abusing the She had a bunch of kids and, like, two of them she was really abusing. She would make him, like, do gardening or like farming work outside in the sun for pro- like all day long no shoes no shirt on she would make him do all this f- crazy physical labor wouldn't and feed she was him. filming this and she would film these other things for youtube so how did people know she was abu- she did she film her abuse so i think she would she would be like oh i'm a real i should have looked this up more it's okay. one of those things but i That's think okay. she would kind of be like oh she would kind of film days in the life and things and people mm. would be like, you are very strict on these kids. And she's like, I'm a strict mom, yada, yada, yada. And then all this, people would make comments, but nothing really came of it. And I think neighbors and things started reporting it because oh, they would wow. see this boy outside mm-hmm. all day in the sun. Fucking Was it like farming. a racist kind of situation where the was the kid like black or no, brown? No, I'm pretty sure they were her kids. Oh, they were biological. So they weren't like adopted kids. That's, no. what, I was, that's what I was getting to. Utah. Not necessarily about abuse. race, but about race. <laughs> Mom, Ruby Frankie. Ruby Frankie? Who the hell is that? This lady. I've never seen her. She's a mommy that. vlogger. Um, and 12 year old that was malnourished. Yes, dude. She would give him like boiled shit. She didn't want him to have like, f- like, she didn't want him to enjoy the food he was eating when he did get to eat. So she would make him like bland chicken. And he escaped a couple of times, showed up at a neighbor's door asking for food. He had wounds on his body and she would just duct tape like she would just put duct tape on it on the wounds instead of like taking people care of them fucking evil dude people are evil i hope she rots in prison yeah that's horrible it was horrible horrible jesus people are crazy. i just even i'm not a big i don't know i'm never 
I like kids. I'm not saying I don't like kids, but yeah, you know, yeah. like when you're in this weird age where like you don't have kids around you all the time. Mm -hmm. But even when you see a kid out somewhere and you're like, if a kid needed help, you'd help them. Yeah, that kind of thing. Of so I'm course. like, can you imagine doing this to your own fucking kids? At your own parent. Like you, that the years of trauma these kids are going to have to get therapy from. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Crazy. Pieces of shit. Man. Anyway, but yeah, Gypsy's getting out. I'm very excited. I'm wondering. Free Gypsy. Free Gypsy. How that transition's going to go. Because she's 32. And she went in at 22. Yeah. And then the, her life before that was fucked. Mm. She didn't get to live like a normal life. And the boyfriend is still in prison, right? Is he in prison for life so, or something? Yeah. I think he got... He rescued her. Life. Free that man. Whatever his name is. Free know. him I, until it's backwards. Up. Oh. They're not together anymore, so... Well, because he killed her mom. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> she was like, whoa, too far. You took it too whoa, far. Whoa, I'll ask you if you're sick. Can we leave? Uh, I'll tell you what else is not too far. Well, speaking of... Y'all, I'm struggling. Speaking of a different type of mom, a better mom than Gypsy Rose's mom... Donna Kelsey. You got to talk about her. Oh, you're talking about America's mom. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but the mom. I love like an her. NFL mom. She she's super NFL cool. Mom. So if you guys don't know uh, Donna Kelsey, she is the mother to both Travis and Jason. Jason. I was about to say Brad. Brad Kelsey. <laughs> Jason Our Kelsey. Um, more notably known that one of the brothers uh, plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. The other one plays for the Kansas City Chiefs that met in the Super Bowl last year. And of course, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, came on top. Came out on top. They Travis, came on top. Travis Kelsey is now dating. <laughs> what's that girl's name? Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. So anyway, um, their mom, Donna Kelsey, she always makes cookies for them, and so um, she actually ended up partnering with Aramark. Uh, mm -hmm. Aramark. Uh, Concessions. concessions that um because i actually used to volunteer for them when i was in pt school anyway just for volunteering. did you get a discount oh no we would just kind of steal the food sometimes they'd be like oh you gotta count the spoils there's nothing like, like a stadium hot dog exactly and that was when i was i meat. love a stadium yeah. hot dog mm, so mm, apparently mm. she actually partnered with Aramart to um make uh her her famous chocolate chip cookies and all the proceeds that she's going to be selling them at the christmas game that the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs are meeting at again. And um, all the proceeds are going to be going to both teams' charities. That's so awesome. And she also released the, the recipe for her chocolate chip cookies. She is having a year. She really is. Where's her dad? They're separated, but the dad is still at a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, they. Ne I've never seen a picture of him. They divorced. Um, I think they might have stayed together while the kids were in school and then they separated Typically, after. that's what people do. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Well, shout out to uh, Donna Kelsey. I hope the chocolate chip cookies uh, come out great. We should make them. Um, we should. We actually should. We should do like a cooking show or something. Um, wow. The, the fans will love that. Yeah. Speaking of another great collab, what were you telling me about uh, Z-Way and George Santos? Okay. <laughs> Z-Way did an interview with George Santos who... You know, Disgraced hate him or love him. Yeah, hate him or love him. It is great. Who just got booted out of Congress. content? <laughs> and it is the one of the funniest interviews I've seen in such a long time yes. because she <laughs> she has really mastered the like the perfect just like um, setup mm -hmm. layup situation mm -hmm. where she asks the question. She knows exactly how they're going to respond so that she can ask the real question she wants to ask. Absolutely. And then they're like, uh, uh. Yeah, she stumps them every single time. Every single time. And it's like, um, because the, the, oh my God, words are hard. Because <laughs> okay. the, like, fuck my life, dude. Because <laughs> the. Content? No. Context? Hmm. Huh. 
because the premise of the show is so casual yeah i feel like people are more relaxed and because she right. is a comedian like she's funny and yeah. she relaxes you and it seems like this fun thing and then she asks these questions that are actually and they're like what the fuck mm-hmm. it is hilarious yo she asked george santos about and, and for those who don't know who george santos is he was uh, obviously the defamed um congressman who was found guilty of allegedly uh using campaign funds and mismanaging money to buy only fans and other things that he shouldn't have been buying stuff with or whatever anyway and so the house he got expelled from the house recently and so um she asked him a question about empathy and was like oh well you know um what do you think about empathy and he was like oh i am very empathetic you know and a lot of my colleagues my former colleagues didn't think that i was she's like well what's your definition definition of, of empathy and he was just like oh I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's just, I, I don't even think I can define it. And so she's like, well, then how do you know that you give empathy if you can't define it? And all of a sudden you just hear all the crickets just like, <laughs> he has no clue of what the hell to say, but, and she's like, hmm, interesting. Moving on. And she was like, asking him if he was a Nicki Minaj fan. And he was like, yeah. And she's like, well, rap. And he's like, no. <laughs> well, she did ask him about some, um, I don't know if it was like a gay pioneer or a person. And and she was just like, well, what about this person? And he was like, oh, love them. And so she was like, well, what do you love about this person? And he was just like, all the things. Everything. Everything. All the things. It's just (laughs) such bullshit. Everything's bullshit. It was absolutely hilarious. But um, remember, did you, was it, she asked me about James Baldwin? He was like, who is that? Yes. And I was like, sir. Like, then he said he has a husband. I was like, since when are you openly gay? I know. I thought you were just cross-dressing. And, and then now. And then denied it, allegedly. I know. It was really crazy. He's having I, a year as well. I love Z-Way. That is the, the well, perfect she's What did she say to him? She was like, you got expelled from the house. Or you're not in the house anymore. And he was like, for now. For now. You're they're all old. He was like, it. they're all old and they're going to die. Like, all of them have to get it. I was like, well, what are you saying? I do love the fact that he is spilling all of the tea love of it. the house. He's and dragging he's, him to fill. She was like, well, can you tell us who is a fraud? Because he was like, everybody's a fraud in Congress. And so she's like, specifically who? <laughs> name them. Name them. And so she was like, I will name the names and you tell me <laughs> if they're a fraud. So he's like, Marjorie Taylor Green, Lindsey Graham, a fraud, this person. <laughs> And I was like, dude, you're just ruining your career and if falling right into Z-Way's trap. want a good chuckle, that is a great way yes. to get it. Z-Way is spelled Z-I-W-E. And she had a show on Showtime, but they canceled it. Those freaking bastards. I wish she wasn't on Showtime, though. I wish she was on, like, MTV or something where you could see her content all the time. And I feel like that would have gave her better ratings. Oh. Yeah, but she was on Showtime. Maybe. I do people that. still watch cable TV like that? That's what I'm saying. They don't really do that. But I'm like, if she would have had, like, a a breakfast club interview type of thing or like a mark funny marco kind of situation even like podcast situation exactly constant i mean having a contract with showtime is amazing but at the same time it's like the audience that you're trying to reach is not going to yeah they're internet viewers exactly what is that i was like oh my gosh well speaking of other um of other collaborations that were great um actually it it would have already just come out the color purple it's getting ready to come out. I have um, thoughts. I have feelings. I have thoughts and feelings too. So The Color Purple is uh, by Alice Walker. Oh, um, famous story. Uh, it's amazing. An amazing book, obviously, that was uh, done into a movie with Whoopi Goldberg playing Celie. Oprah was in there as Miss Sophia. Um, Danny Glover was in there as Mr. And uh, a host of other amazing, wonderful people, right? And so they redid the movie. And so now Fantasia is playing Celie. Danielle Brooks is playing Sophia. Taraji P. Henson is playing Shook Avery. Um, Margaret, uh, what's her name? Margaret Avery. 
Margaret something. That's the original Sugar Avery. Anyway, and so they redid the movie, but it's now like a musical, basically. And I'm Oprah, tired of the musicals, people. And I love musicals, but I'm tired of you not telling me things are musicals and presenting them as movies. And then, gotcha, bitch, it's a fucking musical. <laughs> I just want to know why Oprah is being like the P. Diddy of the movies now, all up in the videos, all up in the she shows. She is and pulling I'm like, the, yes. You're not even in the movie. Like, I get it. You probably produced it and you probably put your paycheck to it, obviously. But I'm just saying, I'm just like, Oprah, it's overkill. You're not a part of the no. cast. Like, Ozempic put some pep in her step. <laughs> she has a renewed release on life now i just want her to go with her original cast like go with your original cast this is not your original cast like i i get it we know you redid the movie we know we know oprah we fucking get it like get out of the pictures and the videos it's really annoying it is giving diddy on everything yes i'm like dude relax we we know she's showing off the new body she got tune up but we've seen her before it's not like we haven't seen oprah at this stage of weight in the 80s she was i mean well you haven't because you weren't I, born but <laughs> i've always known chunky oprah I, I mean i've seen i've i've known uh skinny oprah skinny before oprah. yeah that meme where she's like this is skinny well, oh when she's, she's like, giving away the cars yeah no she was skinnier than that wow in the 80s yeah damn when she's like when she was on coke okay oprah was not on coke don't say that that's alleged <laughs> she was never no I, I don't think oprah would do drugs oprah doesn't look like a person who does drugs what does a person who does drugs look like like a person who does drugs <laughs> strung out you know but sorry um no oprah doesn't look like she does drugs i mean other than like ozempic she's been you know yeah. verbal about that because she was you she will not be shamed that's right don't let people shame you oprah you for shouldn't losing but she's getting the ozempic bobblehead is all i'm gonna say um i would agree with that it's getting a little bobblehead. and maybe because i'm jealous because i want ozempic i know i'm huge fan of ozempic wish i was on it probably need to be um my <laughs> thing i want to know how it works in terms of like once you hit a quote goal weight like how do you maintain because i think people are getting the ozempic bobblehead when they're just like they keep upping their dose they're not maintaining well i think the problem is people are using ozempic as a weight loss drug and so what they're doing is not going to the gym to maintain muscle mass and we Uh, all know that when you lose weight rapidly especially if you're doing cardio or any other type of medical management like that with medication when you lose weight too fast and you're losing fat so fast, you're not replacing it with muscle. So this is why people's faces are being a little bit more droopy or they're looking older. They're looking younger and older at the same time, if that makes sense. But it's the younger and old for some, they all, when people lose weight like that really yeah. quickly, it, it ages you so much. Yeah, also, a lot of people have um, Botox and filler, right? And you mm-hmm. get it and your face looks a certain way. And now that they've lost all the fat in their face, it looks so weird. Exactly. They're just, they don't have enough bulk and that's part of the problem. Yeah. So if you're going to do Ozempic, at least go to the gym and bulk up. So at you least gotta. you won't look, you know, 20 years older and skinny. And everyone's losing their asses. Yeah. Well, we yeah. were supposed to be talking about color purple. Anyway. Anyway. So with the color purple, <laughs> you got an all Ozempic thing. But back to Oprah trying to be Diddy in the videos and stuff. I just really want her to like relax a little bit. And then there was like this kind of, um, weird tension that social media was making between her and Taraji P. Henson because Taraji P. Henson spoke out about um, the unfair wages and wage gap among uh, specifically black women in Hollywood. Yeah. And she was doing an uh, interview with Gail and the rest of the cast. And so Gail was like, I heard that you were going to, that you had the audacity to say that you wanted to quit acting and blah, blah, blah. And she started breaking down and crying and was talking about, you know, how she's tired and how, you know, these companies are making all this money. Yeah. And the whole time that Taraji, and I, and I'm, I'm a huge fan of Taraji, but the whole time she was sitting there talking, 
I was just like, now didn't another black actress say this years ago and asked y'all specifically to boycott Netflix because they even came to her with a raggedy ass $50,000 offer and y'all said nothing in support of this woman? That woman being Monique, comedian Monique? That sounds familiar. And I'm just like, so when Taraji says it and she's crying all of a sudden, oh, it, I just, Taraji deserves the world. She does, but so does Monique. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I get it y'all may not like Monique for whatever reason, but Monique was saying the same goddamn thing. Viola Davis even said the same thing years ago. She compared her resume to Mer to that of Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep does not have an EGOT. Huh. Viola Davis does. Yes, she does. I love her. Okay, Davis. and she was like, my my uh, resume is comparable to Meryl Streep, and I don't even make a third of what Meryl Streep makes. That's crazy. And, and it's insane, but I'm just, I, I, that to me, it enraged me so much that to, not that Taraji was uh, making a valid point. It was the fact that the rally around her from other black women in so the industry. The energy was different. Than it was so disrespectful toward yeah. Monique. Because I'm just like, the fact that this woman is an acclaimed comedian. She's on a lot of movies. She mm -hmm. did a whole, she had a whole syndicated TV show that, that still runs on reruns at this point. Crazy. And I mean, has brought in so much revenue. And you, you even came to her with a $50,000 contract. Slap in the face. Slap in that. You shouldn't even come at nobody like that. It, it, to me, it just really pissed me off. And I was like, <laughs> God damn. Y'all are your own worst enemy because half the time, if y'all should, if y'all would have rallied behind Monique, guess what? You probably wouldn't have this issue now. And I do get it. Let's, let's talk about the other part. I do get it that maybe the strategy that Monique had was not necessarily <laughs> a well thought out one. And maybe. I totally understand it. But when you are backed into a corner and you feel like you are being blackballed, which she was. There's something about the Gale you interview. Fight back. It'll make or break people. Really? I feel like Robin Roberts does a better job. Well, I just feel like media wise, like uh, it's consumed either really well or yes. really poorly. But for some reason, Gail King. Well, Gail is a real journalist. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, and not saying that Robin Roberts is not, mm -hmm. but Gail literally has a degree in journalism. And yeah. she came through the generation of true journalists who actually did their own work their own research um even though she was a little off with you know the whole lisa leslie interview when she asked that question about kobe and i still haven't forgiven her for that but um at least she's a true journalist and yeah. she knows how to evoke emotions based on her questions and not just what people just want to hear just for clickbait and stuff so when are we seeing the color purple I'm not going to see it until after at least two weeks. Cause I don't want to be in the theater with a bunch of people, which with is why I haven't groups. seen. Yes. <laughs> everybody has been going like, we getting ticket. I don't want to go with y'all. Cause, and then people, I think people are going to compare. I don't understand. Okay. I feel like we keep saying this on this podcast. There is so much original content that yes. is out there. Look at Issa Rae, for example. Issa Rae brought something extremely new to the table. She put it out on YouTube, blah, 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 right? And it blew up and it was a, a success. Mm -hmm. There is so much original content, and I do not understand for the life of me why this industry wants to continue to reboot and remake and just re keep redoing the same shit. That also, I never thought, you know what needs to be jazzed up, remixed, and redone? Nothing. The fucking color purple. Th that's what I'm saying. That like, is like solo on my list. Yeah. Black solo trauma? on my list of things that needed to be remade. I Into mean, a musical. And I get it. The, the ending of the story was about, you know, just 
Silly learning who she is, mm-hmm. redemption, all that good kind of stuff. Mister, kind of realizing but the wrongs. But that's a great that classic movie. Just it doesn't need to be redone. It. it Whoopi Goldberg did sufficient in that role. Oprah did sufficient in that role. Mm-hmm. Margaret, I think her name is Margaret Avery. I'll tell you. I right think now. her name is Margaret Avery. Uh, I know her first name is Margaret, but she, Danny Glover did those roles justice. That movie was, that was perfectly a, it's a made. Great movie. There was no reason for them to redo it. Even Taraji said the same thing. She was like, first step, I was like, why are we redoing this? (laughs) (laughs) And then to not pay her what she was working, she said she almost walked away from the movie. Oh my gosh. Margaret Margaret Avery, Avery. I was correct. Yeah. So I'm just like, I just don't understand why they feel that, why do you, Hollywood, please answer this question for me. Stop trying to reboot shit. There's too much original content and you wonder why your tickets don't sell. You wonder why people don't watch this shit because we've seen it before. We don't need... 30,000 different yep. versions of the same damn thing. I only want to see it because the cast is so dang good. Oh, absolutely. And Fantasia, Fantasia. and Jennifer. Listen, come Fant- on. Jennifer. Isn't Jennifer Hudson in it? Did I make that up? <laughs> you did. Jennifer Hudson is not in that. Hmm. Then I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm not watching it. Let me tell you something. I love Jennifer Hudson as much as the next person, but if they would have put her in fucking color purple, <laughs> bitch, I would not go see that. Because <laughs> all she do is scream and I can't take it. Hallie Bailey is in that. Hallie Bailey. Thank you. Why the but fuck no, t- did I think Jennifer Hudson t- was in it? I don't know. Maybe because you always put the Fantasia and Jennifer Hudson together <laughs> from, from a, what you call it? Uh, what's what's the thing called? American uh, Idol. American Idol, yes. They no. just go together. Her, Her is, in, is in it. Oh, yes. good. I would. I love her. But apparently Tarashi does sing in the movie. Really? great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, This is why I'm on a musical fucking anti-kick right now. Why? Because... Willy Wonka, the new Willy Wonka movie that came out, mm. is surprisingly a musical. Someone told me they went and it's just a bunch of singing. Someone said that the new Hunger Games has a shit ton of songs in it. I can't stand that. That new Mean Girls movie that's out is Mean Girls Broadway, so it's a musical. Shit. I'm just like, why do we need to? Why? Why do we need to sing? Why do we need to sing? <laughs> just talk. <laughs> just talk. Well, like, if it's gonna be a musical, just tell me it's gonna be a musical. We can be done. Exactly. But don't pretend it's a regular movie and then throw all these original songs in there. I just feel like musicals should only be for live stage plays and that's it. Yeah. That's why Tyler Perry is a billionaire now. Because he mastered the art of mm-hmm. stage play musicals. That's it. I'm like, and maybe Broadway, you can course. do an original song. Do you remember when Hunger Games came out and Jennifer Lawrence sang mm-hmm. that song and then it was everywhere on the radio? Yeah. And I was like, why the fuck is this song on the radio? Maybe it was a call that's... for revolution. <laughs> I love the silent, just blackfist. <laughs> that's as far as we need to go. Anyway. Okay. It was crazy. Um, uh, well, let's get into what we really want to talk about. Mr. Simone Biles. <laughs> Y'all. I have never had such secondhand embarrassment <laughs> like I did watching that fucking video. So if you don't know, uh, in the news recently or in social media news, Simone Biles' husband. What's his real name? That's his name. his name. Mr. Simone Biles. Mr. Simone Biles did an interview with some other football players, and he basically said that the, well, the, the clip that was highlighted Jonathan was Jonathan Owens. Jonathan Owens, who plays for the Green Bay Packers, he said that he did not know Simone Biles before they started dating. And that he didn't watch gymnastics. He didn't know anything about her. And they because were on this the particular website. Was, one of the guys appropriately was like, how did you get Simone Biles? Exactly. Because they were like, wow. They were just, from the clips I saw, they were being very complimentary. Like, wow, it's Simone Biles. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did you end up with her? And he's like, how did she catch me? Yeah. I didn't even know who she was. Asshole. Well, here's the thing, too. I think this is me playing devil's advocate, right? I think there is this imbalance of 
men being the catch, right, in society. Mm-hmm. Because women um, traditionally are known to be the prize, right? But I think men are also the prize as well. I think you are entitled to feel like you are a great catch. Go off, King. But when it comes to someone who's more famous than you, you can't <laughs> say that. You are a gift to your mama, sir. Can you imagine Stedman doing an interview and he's like, how did Oprah catch me? Right. I'd be like, so, sir. So you are the prize to Mr. and Mrs. Owens, but not to Simone. Not Miles. to Simone. It was just the way, okay, they met on, the premise was he was saying she matched, I got on Raya, she matched with me, um, then she liked some of my Instagram pictures, I didn't know who she was, I saw her Instagram and realized she had all these followers, I knew she was an athlete or something. No, the way he made it, see, he was like, oh, she had, you know, a lot of followers. Okay, let me tell you how many followers Simone Biles has right now, hold on, 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 on Instagram. Currently. Sorry, if I can smell, spell Simone Biles. Simone Biles has 7.1 million followers. <laughs> this motherfucker was acting like she was like, had just gone maybe like an Olympic trial. She was a gymnast up and coming. This mother, she is one of the most decorated <laughs> Olympic athletes. She's on a Wheaties box, bro. Bitch. <laughs> there are literal flips named after this woman. For real. Um, And she's just there smiling. And I was like, girl. And he just like, oh, it was... The way he was describing it was like not great. He there are a hundred other ways he could have explained the story. I think men like him um, who are with more successful women. I think he needs to take a page out of Stedman's book, uh, Sonya Richards Ross, uh, Aaron Ross, mm-hmm. his uh, his book, Andrew East, and Andrew um, East. who was the other one that I said. Um, People like that, right? So you, they are successful in their own right. Even Courtney B. Vance, right? Even who, Russell Wilson. Who's the husband? Right. Well, no, because he's he's definitely, uh, that's Sierra's husband. I mean, not, so, no, I mean that's well, Russell Wilson's wife. She said the prayer. Oh. Yeah, that's Russell Wilson's wife. It, it, she's not Sierra. That's Russell Wilson's wife. You but think so? I, absolutely. Absolutely. That, it was so funny because, um, what's his name? Cam Newton and uh, Jess Hilarious was doing the same thing, like Offset and Cardi B. She was like, oh, definitely, that's Offset's, that's Offset's wife. And then she said, uh, Kim and Kanye, she was like, oh, uh, that's definitely Kanye's wife. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, Aaron Ross, who is a, um, who is a Super Bowl champion, right? Mm-hmm. Married to Sonya Richards Ross, who is a global superstar, right? Global track star. She can go to any country and be recognized. Aaron Ross is only going to be recognized more, probably more notably in the United States because right. he's a, because the NFL is not outside of the United States. Same thing with Andrew East and Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson is on a freaking Wheaties box. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's a global superstar. Even for Oprah being a global superstar, even Beyonce and Jay-Z, as successful as Jay-Z has been and still is, at the end of the day, that's still Beyonce's husband. You know what I mean? And I yeah. feel like there, there's a certain level of... Um, not necessarily humbleness, but there's a certain attitude that you have to have when your woman is a little bit more successful and more no, more known than you. Mm -hmm. Um, because he just, I don't know. He failed. Maybe she (laughs) likes that. He didn't give a fuck about who she was or what she did. I think that because she is so famous and I'm sure everyone kisses her ass because she's been so good at gymnastics for so long. I just think the interview came off very 
poorly. It did. Absolutely. He looked, absolutely. it looked not great. And I think two people were just like, oh, well, when she gets divorced in so many years, and I was like, whoa. All right, we're not praying divorce Let, on Let's anybody. not praying people's downfall and their marriage because their marriage is their marriage. Whatever she likes and he likes, that's mm-hmm. what they do. Like it, But I think it was funny to see social media collectively come together to say, dude, no one knows you. Everyone talks who your wife is. Because people were, I mean, people of all races, all backgrounds were just like, do you know Simone Biles? And the men were like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they were like, who is she? Oh, she's like the best athlete in the world. Uh-huh. Like, blah, blah, blah. Do you know who her husband is? I didn't even know she was married. Well, and he was kind of saying like, well, you know, when the Olympics was going on, like I was in preseason or in camp, like I was playing football and I was, I'm like, I, I know your ass was on Instagram. But then they found his old tweets from 2010 when he was talking about Gabby Douglas. And I'm like, sir, <laughs> at least delete the old tweets before you say stupid shit like that. Dude, first of all, I was just talking about how I needed to do a Twitter cleanse because I don't even, I haven't tweeted in forever, but I don't even know what's on my Twitter Please anymore. delete it before we get canceled i know i need a twitter cleanse i'll do mine too (laughs) but every now and again that video of gabby douglas doing the dougie pops up on my feed oh my god what a classic i just just feel like uh the world did gabby douglas dirty wrong y'all did dirty oh my gosh she they that girl was amazing is still amazing and just wanted to just do gymnastics it's so crazy how like the american public picks and chooses who they will yes. stand behind and who they will kind of rally Absolutely. with just on random shit yes just kind of like you know just all because the they draw. didn't like the way she did her hair i know and that was just it and then oh she's not patriotic she's not smiling for the american flag well what the fuck do you want her to do <laughs> shove the flag up her ass like i, I don't understand how she can't be patriotic. shove the flag up her ass so, why didn't she think of that uh, so she needed to storm the Capitol. would that make her more patriotic like what the fuck is wrong with y'all anyway speaking of uh some patriots speaking of shoving a flag up your ass <laughs> no pun intended but uh we got to talk about it real quick um this whole diddy situation has brought up some uh People who have been caught in the crossfire, unfortunately. I'm not drinking Ciroc anymore. Well, I never really drank it. I mean, I did in college. I ain't gonna lie, I did. But, um, so more recently in the news, y'all know that Cassie did the whole lawsuit against Diddy and his corporation and his companies, whatnot. They ended up settling, blah, blah, blah. So recently in this week's uh, social media news, there was some information that was released. um, Unofficial information. These are all allegations. Nothing has been confirmed. There are no facts. These are just people talking and running their mouth, right? So people brought up Bishop T.D. Jakes, who is a mega pastor or a, a, a pastor of a mega church in here in, in Dallas, Texas. We are not in Dallas, but just in Texas in general. My like, words are in place. Second. And so people were talking about, there was this interview that somebody did with a lawyer or something like that. This interview, this person was talking about how he was having um, allegedly sex parties with, with some of these men and stuff like that. And that he's Diddy's like personal pastor and all this and how he's a power bottom and all this other kind of bullshit. And what I really um, find is very dangerous and detrimental is that when somebody says one thing, all of a sudden it must be true. And even if it is true, which I don't think it is, I, I guess my thing is the hypocrisy within the LGBTQ plus community, right? I have seen on my For You page on TikTok specifically, um, gay men and women who are talking about, ooh, I knew he was a power bottom. And I'm like, okay, on one hand, you say, well, y'all, the, the black church is homophobic and y'all shame men and women into the closet. And y'all talk about little little boys wanting to play with dolls and da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, so if T.D. Jakes, which I don't think he is, but if he was gay mm-hmm. or bisexual or whatever, aren't you doing the very thing to him that you're 
you know, contradicting other people about, like, yeah. or condemning, not contradicting, condemning other people about, like, the, it, who cares what T.D. Jakes likes in the bedroom? If these people allegedly, whoever, if they even exist, were of age and it was consensual, who gives a fuck? It's, for me, the power bottom of it all. I mean, but- we're running. No, we're just running with that. Because if they were like, T.D. Jakes was at sex parties, he's sleeping with men, he's doing all the stuff, it would have been big. But as soon as they're like, he's a power bottom, that blew was like up. The, the, the smoking gun. Yeah, everyone's yeah. like, gay. <laughs> Which, uh, and then, then people are taking out every little thing, like, oh, he did this little dance. Oh, I see the sweetness. <laughs> but I thought there was nothing wrong with being gay. Like you see how y'all contradict yep. yourselves. And, and it's not just people in the LGBTQ plus community. It's also straight people as well too, who are allies who were saying stuff about this man. And I'm like, did any of y'all see this man with a dick in his ass? Like, and if you did, who gives a shit? And I get it. He's a pastor. There are certain things that pastors should or should not do. Whatever the case may be at the end of the day, this nothing has been factually brought to the table. These are all allegations. And I think we need to be very careful about doing shit like this because it's been everybody's think piece, think piece this entire week on, Ooh, ugh, how many men you think he slept with? Oh, I knew something was weird. I did, and I'm just like, y'all, y'all we gotta wait for the facts. Much. The proof is in the pudding. This is why y'all don't win the long game because everything is just quick gratification. Just, Oh, I knew it was gay. Okay, I so if he's gay, so what? That I'm just literally watering at the mouth, waiting for all the ditty shit that's about to come out. It's gonna be so good. I can't wait for this documentary. Well, and then people were talking about TD Jakes about um when he gave a statement today. Um, he didn't really address the allegations, but he did say it was a lie. Yeah, because how are you but, like? <laughs> what is he gonna be like? I am not a power bottom. <laughs> exactly. But he he got in the pulpit and he was like, uh, "If y'all are looking for me to address a lie, he was like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm taking this opportunity again to use the pulpit for what it is used for, which is to spread mm-hmm. the word of God." And he was saying, "But when it is time, you know," and he just kind of left it at that. People were all over analyzing. Oh my God, why his hands were shaking? He's nervous. And I'm like, if you've been following TD Jakes as a pastor. For any length of time, you will know that this man's hands shake. His hands been shaking for years. Mm. But I'm like, T.D. Jakes is also old or older. Yeah. How old is T.D. Jakes? Let's look that up real quick. 66. Is he? Yeah. Oh, well, it ain't old. But he, I mean, either way, his his hands have been shaking for a very long time. He's a Gemini. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. A June Gemini or a May Gemini? A June Gemini. It's a Kanye Gemini. Oh. Oh. You're a May Gemini. I'm a May Gemini. I think May Geminis are worse. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. For the long game, they are. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But for yeah. sure. I mean, what are your thoughts on it? I don't follow TD Jakes enough to know. Does he say anything about gay people or the no. homosexual community? Because that's the only reason I could see people getting really fucking upset or making a big deal about it is if he was up no. there saying like. I mean, he he did an interview with Oprah some years ago, and Oprah asked him, "Is it is it a sin to be gay?" And he danced around the question and was like, "I preach the Bible, mm-hmm. and what's in the Bible is what I preach." <laughs> That's literally <laughs> what he said. Amen. But, you know, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but um, he doesn't really he t- he seems to be a very inclusive type of person, okay. and because I follow t- I have followed TJ's for years. Um, I don't give to I've his never ministry, heard but- any crazy anything about I, him. I think too you have to be careful with this type of person because td jakes is not an idiot let's be clear td jakes yeah. is not an idiot this man has been the personal pastor or financial not financial uh a faith consultant to presidents to clinton bush obama biden you know what i mean like he's been mm-hmm. dick of the dignitaries and stuff like that i just don't i don't put nothing past nobody but i just think we need to be very careful about just 
making definitives when you're going just off of one person's opinion or the bodyguard said this i don't give a fuck what the bodyguard said the bodyguards weren't there all the damn time and if td jakes went to diddy's house if that's his pastor you don't know if he went to beyonce's house td jakes could go to jill scott's house who who the fuck knows you know what i mean but i mean people just people just tread lightly we're all just deny 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 i would do the same thing too worry about what you like in your ass if you like anything in your ass at all stick a flag up your ass i just people people are weird anyway speaking of weirdness what were you talking about jonathan majors jonathan majors may or may not be weird i don't know but what he is he is walks around with a damn cup guilty <laughs> that's a great segue <laughs> <laughs> he was just uh found guilty of assault i don't know if you remember but he i guess not alleged anymore because he was found guilty no it's, it's always gonna be alleged over okay, here it's always alleged over here he may or may not have assaulted his then girlfriend at the time um and he was just found guilty not on all counts but on at least one it was only just one of assault and did you watch the videos of them in the car i did i saw how he was running away for a good amount of time and she was chasing behind him yeah which was very weird because if you're getting atta- attacked and assaulted you're not going to run after your assailant yeah i don't know assault her he's doing the shit with the cup and bringing the i don't know i just like to me if this was my situation i would just be the most like vanilla plain going to court come right the fuck out stay Mm -hmm. off social media not do anything person it's feeling performative um i mean i think he has to be because in this day and age where everything is over scrutinized i think anything that he does is going to be um kind of like um hyper what's the word i'm looking for hyper something it's going to be exaggerated that's the word i'll say um so whether he fixated people are going to be hyper fixated but it's going to be exaggerated i think people people are going to exaggerate his actions so him just walking around the street look at jonathan majors he just walking like he guilty and it's like what the fuck (laughs) like the man's walking to a coffee shop Uh, i bet you he got a damn latte that's what abuse is by what the fuck are y'all talking like they're looking for any little thing to make him out to be this monster right and i just feel like for him it's unfortunate because i'm like you just got your footing in the in the industry and it's already been taken away because even marvel has uh dropped him and they have parted ways with him Mm -hmm. and i just feel like oh sir the pr move was not to get with megan good it was not it was just not i keep we said that from the beginning it was not the move that was not the move no because now she's carrying the cup and i think it's weird now she's carrying the cup and then the coretta scott comments came out and it's just there's a bunch of things that, i don't know it's it's given ick and then the the pre-made fight of these teenagers <laughs> that was the stupidest pr move dumb alleged pr move How, who is sense. your team he needs to hire us damn it we would can you imagine us sitting around and be like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do public's not liking you and we're like okay listen what if take your phone what if we had you break up a fight between two teenagers? <laughs> I would teenagers? never come up with something that stupid. No. no. Like, I would rather be like, okay, we're going to get this old lady crossing the street with her groceries. You're going to help carry them. No, the only way out was to rescue somebody from a burning car. That's it. Yeah. That's your only redemption at this point. Yeah. Why hasn't he done that? Well, th- because we're not his PR team and he doesn't know to do we're, that. I won't take on that job actually right now. <laughs> I was just going to say, call us. <laughs> Don't. Please don't call me. I cannot. Uh, what were you talking about? Speaking of call and not wanting to do stuff, what were you talking about California, but specifically their water? Supposedly, Cal- which people are making a big deal about it. So I don't know what the deal is, but supposedly California just passed 
some kind of legislation that will make them be able to take wastewater, treat it, and then put that back into the system for drinking water. Isn't that what they already do? Like everybody? But is it all of our wastewater just turned back into drinking water or just certain waters turned back into drinking water? I mean, how, how can you separate them? Well, I don't know. I'm not a fucking water Specialist? scientist. That's what I'm saying. I, I thought it was all the same. You flush the toilet and it just gets filtered and comes right back through your tap. I don't know. California approves rules that turn sewage water into drinking water. Uh, At some point, we're going to run out. I mean, you might as well just use ocean I know. water. Water wars. That's the next big war. I feel like we talk about this all the time. It's going to be the fucking water wars. Well, every, every apocalyptic show shows that water is the commodity and more okay. valuable than, than money. This says currently recycled water is mixed into aquifers or used for irrigation and non other, like non drinking purposes. Oh, please. You don't think you drink some boo boo water at some I don't know, point probably. in time? It's definitely seeped in there. Absolutely. I don't know. We still drink all the same water because we are on the aquifer. So we've been drinking the same water forever. What, Texas in general? San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who That's... knows what Texas is using? Listen, this this state is really weird. Yeah. Texas, that is. It's really weird. I mean, we used to drink out of garden hoses, for God's sakes. So, well, I did in the 80s. The hose. Yeah. it was, And we used to drink tap water. I'm telling you. I was having this conversation with somebody else uh, the other day, one of my coworkers. Tap water used to be the best water, the best tasting water. Mm. And that was probably filled with lead. Who cares? It's all the fluoride in the water. It was good, though. Did you watch the Zac Efron show? No. Okay. I don't even know what it's called. I was going to say, what is it called? Okay. It's on Netflix. Okay. And it's about water specifically? No. Oh. But, okay. It's called Down to Earth. Okay. It's a Netflix series. He goes around the world and talks like with different people. He's trying to find like a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. Mm-hmm. One of the, I think it might be the first episode, but it's about water. He goes over to Europe and just shows the differences in how they treat their water mm-hmm. and their, how their water is so much better than the water we have here. Cause over there, I watched a long time ago, but I think they treat their water with like light, um, like light therapy kind of therapy to where we just pour a bunch of fucking chemicals in our water and we're like water's good you know they use light and shit to disinfect it so it's not killing all those other nutrients that are in the water oh okay and that's why like there's all these micro like trace minerals Mm -hmm. in the water that we're supposed to have that we don't anymore because they're Mm. the way they treat it Gotcha. And just how horrible our water is and how much better the water is over there. But in Europe, the water is, you can taste it. It's like salty minerally. You can taste yeah, the minerals yeah, yeah. in it. You can. And here, I, that's why I'm like, oh, I love American water because it's like drinking nothing. Yeah. And you get dehydrated. Ouch. You get dehydrated with the water too. Like when you're drinking it, you're just like, I'm more and more thirsty because it doesn't have yeah, anything Yeah, it doesn't in have it. anything in it. So, I mean, they're killing us slowly, but whatever. Oh, yeah, definitely. The chemtrails. Um, uh, speaking of other uh, trails, specifically uh, political trails, did you hear that Trump is now ineligible to run uh, for president um, in 2024 due to Colorado actually just recently um, has banned him from being on their ballot for the state? And I did see a little something It was that. the Colorado Supreme Court... And it was a four to three vote and they voted it that he um, is banned from um, their ballot. And I think I want to say that Colorado has a pretty significant electoral college. Well, you can't win the presidency if you're not on the ballot. True. I have heard that. Uh, Why do they have such a big electoral college? How many people live in Colorado? I don't know. Um, Oh, they have 10 electoral votes. That could I mean. Well, according to Google, that's too many. 
um, to to not have. They're not necessarily a swing state, but they could be. It depends. What are the swing states? Aren't they the ones up there? Georgia, I think, is a swing state. Swing states electoral college. You got to be specific. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan. Okay, never mind. Just kidding. That's what this is. USA Facts. That's what USAFacts.org says. Florida. Pennsylvania. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. New Hampshire. Other experts would add New Hampshire or North Carolina. What experts? I don't know. I don't know. Google. I need to be better about knowing how things work politically. Nah, I don't want to know. I like to say it. No, thanks. <laughs> no. I just, man, free Palestine. That's all I got to say. <laughs> just so these, I, I don't know, these, this... Politics is all rigged. It's like the That's NBA true. and the NFL, allegedly. It's all rigged. Yeah. Was it the Super Bowl commercial? <clears throat> or what commercial was it when they're all sitting around the table, like writing the script for mm-hmm. the NFL? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. It was such a funny commercial. Yeah. Well, it's definitely rigged, allegedly. Yeah. Definitely rigged. Uh, I'll tell you what's not rigged. Uh, maternal mortality rates, specifically among black women. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because in the news recently, or in social media news, um, because we are in the medical profession, we are obviously not in uh, obstetrics or gynecology, but not yet. Um, we do see some women that have been pregnant, right? We've seen them. I've seen women that have been pregnant before. Yeah. And they were on either ECMO or had to get off or yeah. couldn't get on, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, either here or there. So recently in the news, um, this particular physician, she's an OBGYN. Her name is Dr. Jackie Walters. She actually is on a show on Bravo called Married to Medicine. And she's been practicing, I think, for a couple of decades, right? And more notably, there was a um, a clip of hers that went viral where she was talking to her cl- her uh, castmate, uh, Doctor Heavenly. And this was back in two thousand and twenty-one. Yes, her name. Is, and guess where she's from? Florida, My, Miami, Florida. And guess what college she went to? Florida and Anna University. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, she definitely does not give us a good name. Anyway, so Doctor Jackie made a comment or made several comments talking about how as black women, how, and I'm paraphrasing, how black women can be very dramatic and that we need to make sure that we are not crying wolf and we come to the office and we complain and complain and complain and then get mad when we're not listened to and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, and pe- when I tell you social media ate her ass up. They yeah, ate her fucking ass up. statistically black women aren't listened to. Exactly. And for you to assume and just That's generalize. Dangerous rhetoric. Exactly. And then so she, she, instead of her taking accountability the first time and apologizing for it, she releases this bullshit ass statement on her social media, basically just saying, you know, um, that I, uh, it's been my life's work to highlight an attempt to rectify the issues that devastatingly impact black maternal mothers versus our counterparts. The reason I became an OBGYN is because growing up, I saw a lack of diversity amongst medical professionals. This whole fucking thing, she did not apologize one time. So then, of course, people were calling her so out So I saw for a it. lack of diversity, and instead of doing anything to help that, I am now going to help marginalize exactly. a group of people. That's already... That's already more. Okay, great. <laughs> exactly. And so she did come back and do a a, a little video where she was fake crying and talking about i'm so sorry that i offended any mothers out there and i'm like i'm sorry i offended you by saying something offensive thank you and i'm just like for you as a black a black physician who works in this industry of labor and delivery in a predominantly black 
area you atlanta georgia that's what's crazy that's your whole man that's your caseload i'm quite sure probably 90 percent of her patient her patient load is probably black that's crazy. and for her to spew this dangerous rhetoric i'm like no you're gonna have to sit in that jacket because people are i already don't like her from just she's to me she seems very condescending but she doesn't seem like she has very good bedside manner but i don't know that you know why because i'm not a patient of hers thank god but all i'm saying (laughs) is that you're perpetuating this vicious cycle and then now people Mm -hmm. who already don't listen to black women are be like see they own black doctors even tell say that they yeah. they faking and they're crying wolf and i'm just like have we not seen do we not see the statistics have we not seen the whole documentary serena did when she almost died and had to literally beg and scream to get a mri for blood also, I feel like, like if on. there's or one CTC? time you're allowed to cry wolf it's when you're pregnant pregnancy is scary cry, cry wolf i don't give a shit that's like you just never know what could be something or what could be nothing pregnancy is a scary thing to go through i don't care how many times you've gone through it pregnancy there are there is always something new that is happening with your body i don't mm. care how many kids you have and the fact that you would tell a group of women that or you would even take it as you complain excuse me i thought that's what we're supposed to do your chief complaint bitch what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> on your form it says what is your chief complaint what the fuck are you talking about you're, you're you're condescending to a whole group of people who are like you said who are already marginalized who are coming who are to already you for help ignored coming to you for help and you're looking at it as a complaint what the fuck is wrong with you that's how you know you've been in this industry too long and it's time for you to get the fuck out of the industry because you don't, you don't lost your whole heart for people the fact that you could comfortably say some shit like that it's insane. ridiculous now i get granted because we are medical professionals I know there, the are people, times, yeah, there are times there are, there people, are times you where can't patients, blanket statement though. right there are there are times where he, people come in and they malinger which mm-hmm. is a professional medical term for faking right where we we feel like some people are being dramatic but even if they are you still are supposed to treat every symptom that they mm-hmm. have when they come into your fucking door that's the conversation you have off the mic yeah not on the press recording you're just like some of us are really dramatic no bitch i think you talking about yourself yikers like not a good look so then people were going through the whole like google um reviews on her and people were giving her like one stars and they were just like her bedside manner is horrible she was very condescending she just kept calling me fat and and i was just like okay (laughs) but also too i think people some other people there was another discourse that was online that was talking about the fact that uh, unfortunately uh dr jackie has been unable to um have children and she has had fertility issues in the past Mm -hmm. she's also a breast cancer survivor and how you know maybe she is bitter because she's helping a population of people that she can't she can't help herself in that particular area Uh, which i I actually worked for an OBGYN um in college and she uh could not have children she was she had infertility issues and it started to weigh on her mentally and so she decided to get out of the business of um, obstetrics but she still remained in gyne- um, gynecological services and she I remember her telling me you know it's it pains me that I can give the gift of life to all these women but mm-hmm. I can't give it to myself that's gotta be hard and for her for to me I felt like her bravery was her bravery and her strength was absolutely amazing that the fact that she was able to recognize that that she no longer could do it because it was affecting her uh-huh. and for her to get out of the profession before it became detrimental to anybody else and her patient her patients they loved her I mean, i'm talking about women came in there crying that she would not be able to deliver their second and third baby or whatever the case may wow. be because they had been with her for so long and she was just like listen i just i i'm in a position just emotionally and mentally i just can't do it 
I mean, she was eventually able to um, adopt a baby, which was great and, you know, beautiful baby. But I think, too, that maybe there is something to that as to why Dr. Jackie just decided to be mean and nasty to people, especially black women. Did Naomi Osaka have her baby? She did. Good for her. I thought you were going to talk about something about, did, did she go through the same thing Serena Williams did? No. No? Okay. <laughs> uh, also, uh-huh. Chloe had her baby, or Courtney had her baby, Kardashian. Courtney. Oh, Courtney. I thought they you said named Chloe. him Rocky. Like ASAP? Yeah. Cool. Or like Rocky Roll. Wait, what? Rock and Roll, because Travis Barker is a drummer. But so his name is Rocky Barker. His name's Rocky Barker, yeah. Mm. Okay. Just in case you wanted to know. I think that's amazing. Yeah. As long as she had a healthy delivery. Yeah. I'm all for healthy she deliveries looks- for any woman. Here on this podcast, that's our stance. Absolutely. We are advocates over here. Amen. Uh, anything else we need to talk about before we talk about what we're talking about? What the fuck? <laughs> Y'all. That's what, I, that's what I'm working with today. Anything you want to talk about before we talk about what we're talking about? <laughs> about what we're watching. We end the episode here. Right. Uh, I've been watching anything recently. <laughs> I just saw... Okay, I... We may be on different TikToks, but I keep seeing the promos for... Um, Anyone but you, the Sydney Sweeney, Glenn Powell movie. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Basically. Everything on my feet is color purple. <laughs> great. That We are on different I'm on the black side. side. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on the whiter side of TikTok. So um, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell are in this rom-com together. And the sexual chemistry between these two people mm-hmm. is insane, A. And then B, which like, you know, they do that thing where when you're making a movie together, they make you seem like you're dating so that you can promote yeah. the movie. But right around the time when they were making this movie, she was engaged, but her fiance was moving out. He mm-hmm. had broken up with his girlfriend. So all these things were happening. And they're just, they, I don't know who their fucking social media team is mm-hmm. that's doing all this, but all of the videos of them together are just like so purposefully shot, filmed, like arranged mm-hmm. to where they look like they're fucking in love with each other mm. and i'm just being like i was like i have to see this movie yeah and so the all the trailers for the movie they look like whatever like okay mm-hmm. they picked the worst parts of this movie to put in the trailer this movie was so good yeah it was like a return to a classic early 2000s rom it was funny it was quick like well written the acting was great um, it's a typical, you know, like chick flick. frenemies, like oh. friends to lovers mm-hmm. chick flick movie, but it was so good. I've always wanted a job like that where I get to pick what clips are being put out because I feel like a lot of movies do that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you want me to come and see this and this is the clip that you chose. Okay. I'm not coming to see the movie because it's I, stupid. I get pissed off when I feel like a lot of the times the they pick like the three funny parts of the movie and that's what's in the preview. And then yeah. I hate when you go to watch the movie and you're like, well, I fucking saw that a thousand, a times. thousand times. Yeah. It was just strange because these clips, I don't know, like she's a very good actress, mm-hmm. but the previews kind of made it seem like this wasn't going to be her best mm-hmm. work. And I was just kind of, I just wanted to go to see them, but it was yeah. phenomenal. I literally the whole time eyes glued to the screen. Oh, that's good. And so what is it called again? It's called anyone, but you, anyone these but two you. people have like a, one night stand ish situation together mm-hmm. then like classic you know failed communication something happens and mm-hmm. they just like end up going separate ways well they end up going like um don't tell the ending it's not they end up being together at a wedding because they're mutual friends and mm-hmm. relatives with people um and so they start fake dating at the wedding because the girl's ex-boyfriend is there 
Mm. And then the guy has an ex kind of girlfriend there too that he wants to make jealous. So the, yeah, so they're so both trying to make yeah, each other jealous. Exactly, gotcha. but it was so funny and it was really oh, that's good. Cool. Um, and then I watched Saltburn what is on, on Amazon Prime. Okay. And that's the Jacob Elordi film that everyone's like, you should go into this with no context. And I thought it was like a gay coming of age movie. <laughs> okay. It's not what I thought it was at all. It's so interesting. It is one of the most original like screenplays I've seen in a long time. It was, I, my I, jaw was dropped the entire time. There's some kooky stuff. Mm, is it scary or no? No. Okay. It's like a psychological thriller, I would Ooh, say. I love those. Yeah. I love those. It's like, it's, you, if you're interested in, if you saw any of the previews for Saltburn and you were like, that kind of looks interesting, you should watch it. That's cool. Yeah. Cool beans. Well, I've only watched one thing and that's Rebel Moon on Netflix. And Sounds like a name, someone's name. I know, right? Rebel Moon. Rebel mm -hmm. Wilson. Rebel Wilson. But um, she has the weird Olympic body too. Anyway, um, <laughs> Rebel Moon is basically, there's a multiple part series to it. Um, and the first part, which is Rebel Moon, just came out uh, this week on Netflix. The next part, the second part comes out uh, in April of next year. But it's basically like a dystopian kind of universe situation where people are on different planets. But it's not like alien-esque kind of sort of. It's kind of like robots or whatever. Like Star Wars-y? Kind of, but not really. Okay. But yes, it's kind of like a Garden of the Gardens of the Galaxy 2.0 kind of situation. Okay. And so um, basically the this one guy, this mothership takes over goes to these different areas, these different lands, and tries to take over, pretty much killing everybody, taking all their resources. Well, they come to this one particular area, they want to partner with them because the the land is very fertile, mm -hmm. and they're able to grow a lot of food and stuff like that, or food enough to, to be able to feed their village. And so the people are like, hey, we don't want to partner with you because we barely have enough for ourselves. Um, they end up killing the main guy or they're like, like the, right, the head of it. Exactly. And so now they're raging war against this particular mothership because they're just like, if we don't deliver to them in 10 weeks, we're all going to die, basically. And so they go to these different areas to try to pull the biggest and the baddest of these fighters and whatnot. And it's it's a really good movie. Oh, it is though. like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it literally is. Huh. It literally is. Cool. Um, oh, it's so, on Netflix? Um, it's on Netflix. And the only person that I knew prior to watching the movie was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jaman? Jumanji? No. Jaman Hassoun. Who he, is Kamora that? Uh, he played in Amistad. You know his name. Amistad. Did Digimon Hassoun? Oh, Lord Jesus. I can't even pronounce his first name. Jamon um, Hassoun. He was the black guy from Amistad, the movie. I don't know. Kamora Lee Simmons. Oh, ex-husband. Yeah, I was trying Charles, to. Thank you. That's right. the only way I know that man. Well, I was trying to, to acknowledge his accolades. <laughs> <laughs> no, Blood thanks. Diamond. Just tell me He's who he He's an fucked. actor in Blood Diamond. <laughs> who do you no, breed with? The only way you know him is, oh, Kamora Lee Simmons, baby daddy. Okay. <laughs> Typical, typical Gen Zer. Oh, he gladiator. Mm. Gladiator he was in, yes. Nice. And he's buff in this movie. Really? Buff as hell. I was like, damn, dude, you've been in the gym? Jesus. He actually, he's been in a shit ton of he movies. He played in Bar uh, Beauty Shop, too, with Queen Latifah. He is a quintessential, um, like, that guy you see all the time. Mm -hmm. And then when you are, like, called on it, you're like, who the hell, what? Who is that? Like, I heard the name and didn't know. <laughs> but if you had pulled up his picture, I'd be like, oh, he's in all these things. Yeah. Or you forget all the movies he's in until you see him. You're like, oh, true. yeah, he's in all these movies. Very true. Sorry. How dare you? Anyway. Anything else we need to talk about before we get out of here? No. 
Well, y'all have a well. Again, it's going to be Christmas already. Be Christmas. But I hope you had a great hope Christmas. You had a great Christmas. I hope you got everything. Matter, matter of fact, no. I hope you didn't get everything you want because it's not your fucking birthday. It's Jesus' birthday, bitch. <laughs> I hope you got just enough. <laughs> right. I hope you enjoyed your family yeah. and that you enjoyed uh celebrating jesus because he's the only reason the of the reason season. for the season um, i am personally still praying for uh those people those men and women in palestine not, not only palestine but also in uh, the congo sudan also in yemen as well too and in lebanon um because there's a lot of uh, fuck shit that's been going on and um so yeah y'all having a merry uh, an america y'all having a merry christmas absolutely uh. A merry, a merry week on purpose exactly have a great week on purpose y'all for those that are uh out of work and out of school y'all be safe please don't go to these stores acting a fucking fool please yeah. please just stay at home ordering online it'll come happy some holidays point. absolutely Feliz Navidad. and we'll see y'all back next week with a brand new one y'all remember to spread love spread light and don't forget Get to, to laugh, laugh your, your face, face off. off thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the face off with swimming and phallic don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms instagram facebook twitter and youtube at the face off pod be sure to tune in to the face off every tuesday when new episodes are released Thank <laughs> you.